Hi, welcome to another episode of the Guide is Inside podcast. In this episode, I actually wanted to read a passage from the book that I'm currently writing. I'm writing a memoir, and um, this experience with God is what I call it, and it was one of my most pivotal experiences in my life. I wanted to share it with you guys. I hope it resonates, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. experience with God. I started wearing the hijab shortly after I got married. Up to that point, I've been following most of the Islamic teachings consistently. I didn't eat pork, didn't drink, performed all of my prayers regularly, and so on. Putting on the hijab when I was close to 30 was late by most Muslim standards, and although I'd felt pressure to wear it from a very early age, I never felt comfortable committing to it until after marriage probably because I thought I didn't need my beauty to snag a man anymore, or maybe I just run out of reasons not to. I do remember having a conversation with myself that I believed God would be more pleased with me if I wore it, so I took that step in faith. But wearing the hijab was excruciating for me. I did not feel comfortable in it, and I was extremely self-conscious. Although I didn't feel that others looked at me funny, nor did I face any new discrimination. I had moved from Murfreesboro, Tennessee to Atlanta, Georgia, where it was much more common to see women in hijab. Still, that wasn't enough to help me feel comfortable wearing it. I couldn't find the right style for me. Loosely draped, the way many Indians and Pakistanis wear it was okay, but it was always falling and I was constantly fidgeting with it. I briefly tried pinning it and wearing it the way many Arabs do, but that didn't work for me either. I finally settled on wrapping my long hair in the scarf and tying it in a tight bun, like many Africans do, and that way did at least keep the fabric from falling all of the time. I wore it like that for a few years before going back to draping because I was getting regular headaches, which I attributed to the hijab being tied so tightly. Unfortunately, the headaches continued even after I started wearing it loosely again. Another aspect of dress that comes along with the hijab is modest clothing, which in my family meant showing little skin and wearing loose-fitting clothing. It felt odd to wear a short-sleeved t-shirt with a hijab because my skin showed, yet my hair was covered. However, I didn't feel like wearing a t-shirt was immodest. I felt conflicted about what I wore most of the time. I was always in my head about what was appropriate or acceptable constantly judging and critiquing myself before anyone else had a chance to. At the same time, being a new bride, I wanted to feel attractive for my husband. These conflicting ideals constantly swirled in my mind. I couldn't understand why I, someone who was doing my best to obey God's commands, would never get to feel the breeze through my hair on a nice day. Why was I unable to enjoy God's creations, like the ocean or the beach, unless I was fully clothed? Why was I not able to lay on the sand and soak up the vitamin D like others can? Why did the non-believers get to enjoy all of God's creations while I deprive myself so that maybe one day I will get God's pleasure if I get to go to heaven? It was so confusing to me and felt so unjust. If this life is merely a trial to see how many things you can sacrifice, then why wish for a long life? Why, when you know that you're only asking for more years of unfulfilled desires and wishes? Why 
I suffer through that torment year after year. As my anxiety around my hijab deepened, I hated it and myself more and more. I didn't feel like me. I felt like I was lying to everyone. I felt like I was betraying myself. One day, I was scheduled to meet a new accounting client and I struggled with what to wear. It was more than your basic everyday struggle. I knew that how I left the house that day would have long-term ramifications. Do I wear the hijab or not? I felt that meeting someone new while wearing my hijab would oblige me to show up as someone who I wasn't to more people, thus being a liar to more people and continuing to be a hypocrite to myself. Still battling with what to do, I went to perform my morning prayers. With my head to my janamaz, or prayer rug, I fully begged God to help me. I told him that I couldn't bear this internal conflict anymore. Sobbing, I asked him to please help me feel comfortable in the hijab or to otherwise end this turmoil. What I experienced next changed me forever. I was shown a scene where I had died and gone to heaven, where I met God. He lovingly welcomed me and said, I see everything that you have done to gain my pleasure. You didn't eat pork, you didn't drink, you said all of your prayers, and you wore the hijab, all to gain my love. I do appreciate that you did all this for me, but even if you hadn't done any of these things, I would have loved you anyway. I didn't understand. I was relieved and confused at the same time. It was nice to feel that unconditional love, and I wanted to believe that it was real. But if it were real, that would mean that everything I believed for my entire life, all of the sacrifices I was making, were all for nothing. Had I caused myself unnecessary grief all of these years? I wanted to say yes, but I was scared. It was so ingrained in me that everything we wanted was a test to see if we'd pass or be punished. I was afraid to experiment with this new revelation. But at the same time, how could I ignore this message? This experience was unlike anything I've ever had before. Maybe I was finally able to hear the message clearly. Maybe I asked from the point of really wanting to know, rather than from thinking I already knew the answer. Maybe I asked from and listened with my heart. Whatever it was, I knew that I owed it to myself to try another way. As I toured with the idea of going out without the hijab, I had this terrifying thought. What if this was just a test and God punishes you for not wearing it? What if you get into a car accident on your way to see your client and you never see your kids again? Going against what I'd been taught was the scariest thing, but I knew I had to try. I could not wait any longer to find out which truth was my truth. The voice of fear howled loudly, and it was deviously compelling. Yet the feeling of unconditional love and acceptance was undeniably strong. I decided that I couldn't go on living like this, and if that meant I had to die and never see my kids again, it was better than living a lie. I was no good to them or anyone if I couldn't follow what I was guided to do. And what I was being guided to do was to go towards what felt good, dropping anything that didn't feel good, following my desires no matter how small or trivial they seemed. 
matter what I did, unconditional love was always available to me. Hijabless, I carefully drove to meet my client, the possibility of punishment not far from my mind. The meeting with my client went beautifully. I returned home to see my kids that evening. I did not die.